0: Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. And Lindsay, this episode is the perfect winter episode because it makes me like dream of summer. Oh, okay. It is a beautiful, beautiful summer retreat. In fact, it is only open six months a year. It is not even open over the winter months. But in researching this place, I was just like, wow, like, it is so gorgeous and it makes me really want to go on vacation i'm so ready for a vacation i'm ready for some like warm like beach or something like that and this would be a fantastic place for that this is your haunted holiday at the grand hotel on Mackinac island in lake huron michigan Like I said, Lindsay, this place is really, really gorgeous. It is beautiful in researching and looking up videos. It is this huge, grand, grand is the right name for it. It is a massive, massive, pretty hotel on Mackinac Island, which is only like four square miles total. And it's in Lake Huron, so it's very north in Michigan, and it actually... It's the coolest thing. It actually bans motorized vehicles on the island. So people will take a ferry over there and then they mainly ride bikes or they take horse drawn carriages everywhere. Oh my gosh, this sounds great. It is very picturesque and beautiful. But of course, it has an absolutely terrible past. That's hilarious. So, I mean, it's not that. I mean, there are worse. It's not like there's some mass, like, axe murder that occurred here or anything like that. But there is a lot of history on this island in general. This island is considered, you know, probably one of the more haunted locations in Michigan. And there's quite a few. Now, it... They can date people being on this island all the way back to about 900 a.d and they said it was very popular they believe with native americans who would consider this actually a very sacred place they would go here for rituals but they would also go here to bury their dead especially like higher up chiefs and stuff like that because this was considered like a very, very sacred and spiritual place for Native Americans. When Europeans discovered the island in the 1600s, all of the Native Americans were mysteriously gone. They did not actually find any. They only found remnants of Native Americans being there, as well as burial sites and that kind of thing. So nobody really knows how many people were buried there on this land because it wasn't just one tribe that was using this multiple tribes were using this land here after it was discovered by the europeans of course they had to make a battle fort on there right so they created fork Mackinac um, by the british eventually it exchanged hands to the u.s during the revolutionary war and the first actual battles of Mackinac island were in the war of 1812 where the british basically wanted to take the fort back it went back and forth a bunch of times but plenty of soldiers died right here on this island because of the war of 1812 and the different battles that occurred there oh wow and i mean we we've covered a little bit of 1812 in a previous episode Kind of a confusing war that I never really knew a whole lot about. But I think anytime you see war and lots of people die in battle, Savannah is a great example of this. It, it definitely leads to more potential hauntings, no doubt about it. Yes. And, and also, considering that Native Americans considered it a spiritual and sacred place, I think mm-hmm. alone is something that would make me think there might be some spiritual activity there. Agreed. So the hotel, the Grand Hotel, was built on Mackinac Island back in 1887. And it opened as just basically an amazing summer retreat for people in Michigan who were trying to get away from maybe some of the bigger cities. It was very, you know, industrial at that time. And they wanted to retreat somewhere and just soak in the sun and... However, when they were building the hotel, they of course started digging as you do to lay foundation and they found human remains. Now, they did not just find like one little old skeleton. They started finding hundreds and thousands of bones is how the story goes. And it got to a point where the construction crew was like, we can't even keep track of all of these bones that Mm -hmm. we're finding here. Let's just keep on building. And so they say that they think the foundation is laid on a mass Native American burial ground, basically. Right. I was going to say, I mean, not only that, but they've also disrupted these graves. I mean, which who knows? I mean, it might not cause any sort of spiritual activity, or maybe it will, right? You'd have a lot of theories out there that there's some kind of curse or something could go wrong when you mess with somebody's grave gravesite. There is some nice ghosts here, and there is something that they call the evil presence that we are going to talk about. Oh, that's exciting. So really, Lindsay, the entire island is haunted. Okay, like it's only four square miles. There were tons of Native Americans buried here. There was battles that took place here. The whole place is haunted. I'll, I'll talk a little bit about some of the other places you can go to on the island, because this is another one of those kind of. It's a little pricey. I was actually kind of like whoa when i looked at the prices of this place but this is not the only haunted location and you can definitely go here for lunch or go see some other sites on the island some of the things that they say happen at the grand hotel here are electronics very common thing for ghosts they say that like your cell phone will die immediately kind of thing mm. like it's draining all of the the battery life out of different electronics the other thing people experience here quite a bit is they will lock like their bedroom window their guest room window and they'll find it open in the middle of the night hmm. that's creepy really creepy hopefully you're not on a ground floor because that would really freak me out because like I always say I mean maybe it's a ghost that did it right or maybe it was a person right that did this maybe there's a creeper out there yeah now the grounds of this place are so pretty it has all these columns and a huge huge front porch that they say i think is like the world's largest front porch and it's got over like a 100 rocking chairs out there i mean very picturesque but some things that you're going to want to look for while you're out there are things like soldiers that are walking around the grounds the sounds of muskets firing as well as the beating of war drums inside the hotel there are three specific ghosts that you want to keep an eye out for the first one is a very friendly guy that is in one of the bars specifically the bar that they have the piano in that's the one that you're going to want to look for he tends to um, he's older he's smoking a cigar when he's seen and he's wearing a top hat and he'll just appear and apparently sometimes he'll even chat with people and oh my like they won't even know they're talking to a ghost and he'll be like just your normal how's it going where are you from you know that kind of yeah, yeah. vacation chat and then suddenly he just will disappear and all you can smell at that point is the lingering cigar smoke I love that. That would be the best kind of sighting to me. I mean, because you're getting a full-figure apparition. You're, this is a character, you know, a guy wearing a top hat and smoking a cigar. And you you have this experience. That is, to me, the type of experience I would just love to have. Oh, I would, too. Especially him vanishing right in front of you. Like, right. How amazing wow. would that be? I mean, it would be a little freaky, but you'd be like, wow, I mean... This isn't a bad guy. This is clearly just somebody who used to be alive and wants to chat. And all the accounts that I found of this guy is that he is very friendly and nobody's felt anything negative about him. He's just hanging out, decides to appear from time to time. Now, the other person, the other two are a little bit creepier, okay? So one is a lady in a Victorian style dress. And of course, she's seen roaming the halls, especially, I guess, in the staff areas of the hotel and people that are staying in the hotel that are staff. So they might stay in like a staff bedroom overnight, especially because it's on an island. So it's Mm -hmm. much harder to get home kind of thing. They apparently will feel something crawling underneath their sheets in bed. They'll lift up the sheets and see her face staring back at them. Thank God it's only the staff though, guys. Because that's a horrifying, like that's straight out of a horror movie. It is. And, you know, remember last week we were talking about The the ghosts that stare at you while you're sleeping, Mm -hmm. we're going to call them creepers. This is like creeper to the next level because it's actually getting in bed and staring at you from under the sheets. Terrifying. So terrifying. Like, is is it mainly a certain... I mean obviously it's happening in the staff bedrooms like is this happening to women and men is this just happening to men i mean i'd be curious that is a great question i did hear in several spots that it's primarily with men but i i did not hear that a lot like most places did not distinct you know Mm -hmm. which one so hard to say right like technically it could happen to anybody that's that's so scary. If I were a staffer, I'm telling you, that would be my worst nightmare. Yeah. I don't know, it could get worse. <laughs> okay, bring it on. <laughs> it could get worse. So they have at this hotel what is described as an evil presence, okay? And basically what this is, is a dark shadowy figure that has glowing red eyes. When this was first seen, there was two maintenance workers that were working in the theater of the building trying to, you know, fix something. Suddenly one of them felt like this really eerie sensation, like something was watching him and he apparently had a feeling of dread, like whatever it is that is watching me is not good, okay? so he looks up and in the corner of the room he sees this dark shadow figure with glowing red eyes but it doesn't just hang out there or scurry out of his view no this thing charges him no yes and it proceeds to actually knock him off of his feet into the air he actually gets knocked out cold he's unconscious he's taken to the hospital and he woke up two days later what is this all documented like this guy and i mean what happened to him it's not like on a newspaper clipping that like this guy definitely was hospitalized but this is a story that is told a lot okay and so i kind of believe it they say that this guy after he woke up he refused to ever go into that hotel again and he was actually hospitalized from this thing and they say people still see it with the glowing red eyes and it will still chase people like it does not hang back like if you see it it's going to come at you and a lot of times when it does it they say it tends to be like around the stairs and stuff like that like it's trying to hurt people they think that is so scary you know what i think of when you say like the glowing red eyes i always think of um amityville horror the original when you know they look out the window in the kids bedroom and there is red eyes staring back at them Mm -hmm. even that didn't charge them though like that wasn't even as scary as as what's happening there at this hotel in mackinac island yes that's that's super scary i mean i i don't know I guess that is scarier because it caused physical harm. It didn't just like climb under the sheets and stare at you, but both are pretty pretty screwed up. Both are terrifying. <laughs> and all I could say is if this thing comes chasing after me and I'm next to a staircase, hold your ground. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I would say get low, like get low, like <laughs> like get low, try not to get knocked over. You know, go ahead and slide down those stairs. Hold on to that banister tight. (laughs) Exactly. Be prepared, guys. When you go there, just be careful on those stairs. The other thing, so those are the main hotel haunts. They're, like I said, the whole island is haunted. A couple places for you to consider going while you're there is Fort Mackinac. That is haunted. They have tours on a regular basis. There is also another um, hotel and resort there called Mission Point. We may cover it at some point. That is of course also haunted. And then there is this lagoon area that they call the Drowning Pools. They say it's one of the more dangerous haunted locations on the island because I guess back in the day there were some brothels that popped up on the island. And, of course, you know, guys would go to these brothels and they decided to accuse these brothel workers of being witches because they were able to lure these men away from their wives. Like, give them oh like a gosh. break. Oh, my okay, gosh. <laughs> like, talk- it's that difficult. Let's be real. Talk about excuses. <laughs> I cheated on my wife, but it's because she's a witch. She's a witch. That's why. Uh, yeah. Unbelievable. Anyways, <laughs> so they decide that they do to witches what a lot of people did back in the day which is let's test whether or not they're truly a witch we're gonna tie them to a chair put some rocks around their ankles throw them into this deep part of this lagoon and if they drown they probably weren't a witch i guess is kind of how the story goes so like nobody actually floated to the top and proved their magical ability of course they all drowned So there was multiple people that were drowned in these drowning pools, and they say that is actually quite a scary place to go visit. I would like to go there at night and check it out. Yeah, if I were one of those women, I would have come back and haunted them for the rest of their lives. I would have not made it easy on them. (laughs) No doubt. The Grand Hotel is open six months out of the year. So it's closed six months during winter, open six months during summer. This is the kind of place that you do want to book early if you're planning on going because it gets booked up. It's a very popular place to go. You take a ferry ride over there. I mean, Lindsay, these these carriages, these horse-drawn carriages are almost like, they're like long ones. I've never seen anything like it. I would almost describe it as like a bus horse-drawn carriage because it's like a trolley that has multiple rows. It's just the coolest thing ever. And then people are riding their bikes all over the town. I mean, it is beautiful. Mackinac in general is known, I guess, for their fudge, for Mackinac fudge. I'm going to have to order some, I think, and check it out. But the Grand Hotel also makes fudge on site. They have a dessert that is called the grand pecan ball (laughs) it is their like signature dish at this place and it is it's got a layer of fudge and then on top of that it's a big ball of vanilla ice cream that has been rolled in chopped up pecans it looks actually very very good sounds amazing Yeah, it's supposed to be delicious. That's what you are supposed to get when you go to this place. Even if it's just you stop at the restaurant to eat lunch or something. You need to get the Grand Pecan Ball. The hotel itself is very nice. I would say it's actually, it's really cool looking. It is quite eclectic on the inside and I don't mean eclectic in like a junky way. I mean eclectic in like a fancy, beautiful way. They Mm -hmm. have decorated it with very bright, vibrant colors, stuff that a lot of other hotels would never even dream of doing. Each room is completely unique. There's not a single room that is the same in this place and it is big. There's over 300 rooms in this hotel. So like they have just tons of colorful prints and like it's... It's pretty snazzy place. I would not mind going there. However, I was shocked when I looked at the prices. Because I was listening, I was watching this one thing about the hotel where they had a historian and they were saying, you know, this is not, you know, a super pricey place, you know, we're kind of down to earth and I was thinking, "Oh, really? It's not that pricey. It looks pricey, you know, looking mm-hmm. at the photos." He lied. It's pricey. So, the lowest price and especially because it's only open during the summer, so that's the peak period. Really, the whole time is the peak period. During the week, you might be able to get a rate as low as two hundred and seventy-nine dollars a night. That is the lowest price. Wow. Yeah, that's pricey. Yeah. Now, typically, it's gonna be in the three hundreds to five hundreds, and it really just depends on the day. And that is for like your standard king or double queen room. You know, just kind of glancing at, may like the p- lowest prices coming up were like $500 and I was like, mm-hmm. "What? It's $500. I really wanted to go here, but maybe not now. I'll look at another." Right. Place. And this is not and these are just standard rooms. I mean, granted they're really nice and they're decorated nice, but this isn't like you're getting an extra bit of space like a suite kind of thing. This is this is a normal sized room, right? Right. It is. So Look at going during the week. It looks like the prices are a little bit lower. So if you just want to stay a day or two on Mackinac Island to... Because it really is pretty. Like, there are people that go to Mackinac Island and don't necessarily stay the night. They just take the ferry over, do some tours. There are lots of ghost tours of the island in general that you can sign up for. Mm -hmm. So I would recommend that as well. And if you can afford it, this looks like a fabulous place. But it's a bit out of my range. Yeah, I mean, even if let's say you go and you don't stay at the hotel, I mean, if you can, fantastic. But let's be real. I mean, that, that's not a cheap um, stay. Go to the bar and have a drink and look for the guy with the top hat. I bet you they'll let you inside, you know, as just a guest to to go be a patron of their their bar or restaurants that they have. Okay. Well, the Grand Hotel in Mackinac Island sounds really great. A little on the pricey end, but sometimes you can swing it if you want to do like just a few days, especially during the week. So go check that out. And if you've been there, send us an email or something. Let us know if you've ever had an experience we would be really curious. I do have a new email today from Sam and I love this because they went and stayed at the Foley house. So let me just read Sam's email. They said, I just listened to the Foley house episode. My wife and I stayed there, asked for a haunted room. If you look on their website, it is the bed that is elevated to where you can see under the bed pretty easily. We had a bed where you could see under it pretty easily. I. I feel like they might have been in the same room as us very likely yes it was a tall bed um it says third day into our stay there was a new clean big soup spoon just under the bed no way that the cleaning staff could have missed it we also noted that once again our thermostat was raised high and the room was hot when i called to the front desk i explained that i was not even mildly irritated but was there any way they could have missed that spoon we had not eaten up there at all and that it had not been there any days we had been staying there the lady very graciously came up looked at the spoon chuckled and said that's what happens here things disappear in one place and show up in another that and the thermostats well that brought me up short i asked what she meant she replied we turn them down something else turns them way up i explained i thought it was the staff she said nope because it's easier to keep it cool than to make it cool love your podcast going to look for some more locations that you have also been We have been all over the country staying at haunted places. I love that because that's what we like to do too. And we have been at Kehoe. It was really nice, but they didn't expect anything for you guys listening. If you don't know, Kehoe House is a great bed and breakfast in Savannah that Lisa and I have really wanted to stay at. So they've been there. They didn't have anything, but it is supposed to be really, really nice. They are from St. Louis, and they were able to watch the Cubs win the World Series when they stayed at the Kehoe House. He said, P.S., did you know that the Bradford Exchange has a collection called America's Most Haunted Village? Lighted sculptures of places like Lemp Mansion. Do have a couple of stories there. Kehoe House, Lizzie Borden House, etc. All are very cool. Thank you, Sam, for sending us this email, because I love hearing stuff about especially places like we've been and maybe even done episodes on. For those of you guys maybe planning a trip or something to Savannah and want to stay at a place like the Foley House Inn, something else to look for, right? Things being moved, the thermostat being changed. Yeah, it's a unique story that we wouldn't have even had those as examples unless we got the email. Exactly. It just adds a little something else for us and our listeners. So thank you so much. If guys, if you want to send us an email, like Sam did any of your experiences or recommendations for episodes, send them our way, go to your dot and hit contact us. And you can just shoot, send us an email right through there. Also, thank you guys so much for the recent reviews. We've got a couple of new reviews this last week that I just really appreciate it makes our day to hear that you guys are enjoying the show uh if you guys are enjoying it make sure to rate us five stars also you can find us on Facebook Instagram Twitter and YouTube have a very very great week thanks for listening stay safe and healthy everybody